some snacks, turn off your phone, and let's have some fun. Welcome everybody to the Greyhorn Pagans Podcast. Once more, once again, on the Grey Horror Pagans podcast. Welcome, welcome, everyone. Uh, today we are doing something new, something for the the first time. Actually, still in the the realms of what we usually do. Uh, we have a comic book writer on, and Carissa Grant. Although she does write about everything supernatural and um, geez, you do so much. <laughs> <laughs> how about how about you just introduce yourself okay. to uh, to the people watching to the people listening because it's a laundry list uh so i'm chris grant um i have been writing technically for 17 years but i'm came from a role-playing background this wasn't intentional i i was I'm dyslexic and I started as a one-liner to try to get myself to kind of get past the dyslexic part. Uh, so I started as a one-liner and I worked my way up um, to now I can write 6,000 words within a, you know, two hours or so. Um, so I've gotten better. And uh, this story came uh, from my absolute love of the supernatural. Uh, I watch the show. I do, you know, read the books and, oh, um, you know, and yeah. I love Supernatural even before the show became a thing, which is why I watched Supernatural. <laughs> um, so I role played this, and um, I I wrote this with the co writer Jessica, and for two years we was just completely obsessed with the story. And by the end of the two years, and we're still writing, but by the end of the two years, we realized that we had eleven novels written. Um, and so uh, we couldn't really release it as novels because when you write in role play format. You, you, you write two different people so you can't really release it you know uh and an editor said you'd have to like merge it all together and we didn't want to ruin the story for any reason so uh i decided oh we can we can release it as a comic book so we decided to do that and i jumped into it without any knowledge whatsoever <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what the hell i'm doing i just jumped right into it um but i've been doing it for six months now um and 11 of those novels five of them is this uh series one redemption um, and it's, it's, uh, it's everything in there. I researched personally. So like all the angels, demons, supernatural creatures, they all came from mythology. Um, we mix up a little things, you know, like we add personalities and whatever, sure. um, like our vampires, I mixed up a little bit, but, um, to not upset anyone, I call them subspecies of vampire. Um, <laughs> <laughs> cause it always bothered me that, uh, in movies and stuff, they, they would bleed. Um, but they have no heartbeat, so they're technically not supposed to bleed. So um, our vampires, uh, their heart beats every six hours, just enough to keep off rigor mortis. Uh, and so they have clotted blood, which makes them stronger. Um, but also, um, if they taste your blood, uh, they can track you anywhere you go, like a homing beacon. Um, oh. And if you kill one of them, they will track you down 
for revenge. And so that's kind of what happens in this issue that's going to be releasing next Tuesday, June 20th. Um, they kill one of them and now they have to go and track every single one of them down. Um, but I'm kind of getting ahead of myself. Um, <laughs> so the story itself follows uh, Angel Descendant, Serafina, and Demon Descendant, uh, Draven. And they're soulmates. Um, and their fathers, uh, his is a demon and hers is an angel. They're after her because the, her father had created her from an angelic weapon with the power of souls. And due to something that happened, now he wants that back. And the only way to do it is to kill her in a ritual form. Um, so both the fathers are after them. So it's kind of a survival horror for these two people. And like I said before, it's kind of Romeo and Juliet in hell. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it does. It does sound like that. It's kind yeah. of Ro Romeo and Juliet's with yeah. Supernatural and oh, what's yeah. that other major franchise? I cannot just thought of uh, it. It's, but it's, of it's amalgamation of a whole lot of. Whole yeah, lot of we've been calling it Buffy the Vampire Slayer meets Supernatural and Resident Evil. You know, with Silent Hill tendencies, and um, but it's got it all. We've got hellhounds and ghosts and zombies, and um, you know, we have three different forms of zombies. We the first book, one through seven issues, is um, the kind that they're in a town merging with hell, so it's the kind that comes from hell. So it's like the yeah, like the Dawn of the Dead kind or a scripture kind. And then uh, book two, they're actually ghost possessing the bodies. So they're kind of like reanimated from the ghost. Uh, and then uh, oh, okay. uh, book three is um, the infected kind like Resident Evil or any of those things. Yeah. So, um, but uh, so yeah. And um, because of the merging with hell thing, we have uh, Anubis, as I has said before. Yeah. Um, oh, he's, he's really cute. Yeah. He actually, oh, this sounds kind of, Kind of weird calling the the god of the underworld cute, but yes, my, I I told my mom, isn't he cute? And she's like, he's terrifying. And I was like, no, he's not. I'm trying to find where my staff is, but it's somewhere. But um, I lost him somewhere. But uh, he's gonna, yeah, he's not gonna be happy. I don't have a staff. But um, anyway, he has a three D staff somewhere. Um, but um, so uh, the the god of the underworld is actually being controlled by her father. He has a little remote control on his belt that looks like a gold anklet and it has runes on it. All our runes will spell something. So you can always look up, you know? Um, so oh, okay. says, yeah, so we did a lot. I, I actually have studied pagan for a long time. My, my, uh, I follow Hecate, which is also in oh, nice. book two, my um, series two, because Hecate contacts Hades who, she decides where they're going to uh, side with my characters. So she goes and gets Anubis. And so uh, it's Hecate, Hades uh, with their band of uh, zombies and um, Anubis and his band of mummies. <laughs> they're going to fight against heaven and hell with my characters. Sounds like so, a yeah. merry bunch. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. My characters aren't too happy because they've been fighting zombies and stuff this whole time. And then all of a sudden they're fighting next to them and they're not particularly thrilled about it. But anyway, uh, so Anubis isn't bad in this. He's just because I've been told, oh, Anubis isn't bad. I'm like, he's not bad. Um, the remote control says Nubis on it with um, runes. Uh, and you can see eventually like Anubis starts to try to fight it. Um, and issue four, uh, he actually, <laughs> he's playing fetch with a hellhound. So like, yeah, so, <laughs> so there's a pack. So uh, Draven's father controls the hellhounds by beating up the, the leader of the hellhounds, Croc. And so now that 
Hellhound has no, nowhere to go. So he just brings a stick to Anubis who throws it. And so Croc goes and gets it and brings it back. And, and so the <laughs> he's like, stop playing around. And he's like, so I decided for the rest of the series to just have Croc follow Anubis wherever he goes with the stick in his mouth. Um, so it kind of becomes his un, you know, official pet. Uh, so that kind of helps him, you know, to kind of get through the remote control because he's trying to help, you know, the, the Hellhound and all that. Um, yeah. But so this, the story in the beginning is, and this is not technically a spoiler because it happens in the first four pages, um, but uh, in the prequel, this kind of was happening before. So it starts off with uh, nighttime and um, they're teenagers. It's kind of like a flashback and they're teenagers and they plan to run away together because of they want to get away from their parents. Um, her older brother. Yeah, of course. Who wouldn't? So they held it. Her older brother. <laughs> Um, becomes possessed by a demon and kills her parents and goes after her. So she calls Draven and says, don't come here because my brother's trying to kill me. So, of course, the first thing he does is go there. Um, she jumps out the back window. He goes in the front door and calls her. She turns around and gets hit by a car and taken out of the city because she's mortally wounded. And then he gets arrested for her murder. Um, and so they each think the other one's dead. So for 10 years oh. separate and he's trained as an assassin and she's trained as a supernatural hunter because she wants to get revenge against her brother before taking him away. So after these 10 years, um, when the angels and demons finally find them again, because they got kind of close to together. So like their souls kind of feel each other. Um, so they trap them in a town merging with hell and they merge it with hell and now they can't get out. So book one, which is these first seven issues is them trapped in this town. Um, so they're trying to survive and they're being, you know, used as pawns from their fathers and, and stuff like that. So it makes more sense when you read it. It's, it's great. <laughs> it, the name is perfect because it's, it's very chaotic. Um, but they meet in this town and then now they're trying to survive. Mostly he's trying to keep her alive. Which is where the name Worthy Chaos comes from. She feels guilty about all the trouble she causes, and he just keeps saying she's worth it. So she's the Worthy Chaos. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Oh, that's that's a good one. Jesus. That's yeah, you so... like that name? It just kind of came to me because we had no idea what this was going to be called. Um, so I don't know if you if you want me to show you the video. Um, uh, yeah, okay. sure. You can you can pull it up. I am not sure how I'm gonna do that I think with I sound. Share my screen. Okay, let's see if it lasts me. Okay, so I want this one. Do hope it'll show up with sound on. Uh, I don't, oh, I don't know that. as well. Let's see. Yeah, let's. No, I don't know if it might not even let me play it. Oh yeah, here it is. All right, you want me to try it? Yeah, let's see. It says be okay. Shall I? Oh.
<laughs> oh yeah, he is. <laughs> he's scary. <laughs> he's all right. He's cute. <laughs> um, that's true. But yeah. <laughs> that that's that sounds like a a love story for the ages. Uh, yeah. Like, my fiance, a huge fan of um, of Supernatural. I haven't seen past episode one because she's still struggling with the fact that the show ended. Oh, so we watched episode one, and then it's like, oh yeah, like oh, I, I want to watch it with you, but you know, I'm still struggling, and oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But from- from what I I have seen and from what I I've I've gathered, um, what Supernatural is about. Because once you get her talking about Supernatural, good luck. She's not going to stop. <laughs> yeah, how dare she be working? This is perfect. Um, but yeah, it's uh, you could tell her that they steal Baby the car in issue four. Um, oh. so <laughs> so she might not like that. But um. <laughs> They steal it out of a bar and they open the trunk and like all the weapons are in, are in there and they're like, who the hell's car did we steal? <laughs> so it's a little different. Oh, um, yeah. And but the, um, the name Draven, is that by chance a reference to Eric Draven from the, yes, the Crow series? Nice. Yes, it is. And the nice. funny part is I just, it took 30 years, but I got James O'Barr uh, signature this past weekend. Um, at a oh, con right. and um, he signs his own stuff for free so I had the graphic novel from 1993 so I had it actually it's right here and I was excited because he actually wrote um, so he signed signed the bottom but he signed mine and he put nice on it because I told him this is mine and he took a copy to read and I don't know if he'll ever read it but I'm going to definitely pretend that he does so hey if, you know whether he does or doesn't he has a copy that's like... right I was super excited about him he's a super nice guy um and it was so funny because I said I've been waiting 30 years for this because I you know I got the book I think in 93 and and he's like well I'm so glad I didn't die on you I was like me too <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I have one of the um one of the crow books, but so far I have only really seen the um, uh, the movie with um Brendan Lee. Brendan Lee, yeah. yeah. And it's the only one I watched. But it's it's the only right one. Right. Yeah. It's absolutely. the only right one. Uh and it like it made such a huge difference for me like it awoke something in me and i don't know what it is but it's one of the reasons why i have a crow here and i carry a crow uh i have a feather um in my uh, purse at all times and i have one in my car um because both times i had asked um hecate for you know help or advice whatever the perfect cleanest feather shows up. So mm-hmm. I kept those two. Um, and uh, I don't know if you know much about Hecate, but she does appear, you know, as a crow and a black cat and, and all that stuff. Um, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, I love, I love all that stuff. And the second I started, cause when I decided to make this, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, so I had no idea how to do a script or, you know, anything. So I found, um, I took out the, the crow graphic novel to just have it near me while I was working on the script. And yes, uh, child of Ash, uh, they just killed the Punisher for whatever reason. Um, they said they did not need him anymore for whatever reason. He's only been around for how long? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Well, they're 
all our favorite characters are just yeah you uh, know why why keep things that work for them you know <laughs> like yeah no it's you know probably because of the same reason we get all those reboots uh like terrible reboots from Lord of the Rings and Disney and yeah they wanted to reboot uh the never-ending story but um because of, yeah because of litigations or something happened and they couldn't do it and I was like good um I didn't want them to release that at all so no, do, do not touch the never-ending no. story do no. not you all oh, if they do that they're going to get themselves in so much trouble that is such I mean that and Goonies they wanted to do and neither one needs to be done um so they just need to leave the good ones alone. Release them yeah. into the theater as is. You know, like, why do you have to redo it? Um, Maybe do like a, a remastered version, you know, better audio, better video quality, you know, like digitally remaster it. Oh, yeah. Or just, you know, go to Something someone new. who actually <laughs> writes amazing yeah. new stories yeah <laughs> she says she's leaving america i don't blame you uh and yeah indie fan stories i think i agree i collected comic books in the 90s like ghost rider and all that stuff um but i haven't read a mainstream comic probably since the 90s and everything i read now is indie related uh, obviously mine <laughs> um but i have a lot of you know indie people that i i read and, and there's so they have so much more passion than these heartless stories that they're just drolling out you know yeah. with no whims or and if you read the dialogue some of them are just you're like who wrote this like, <laughs> man and you know i've been actually people have liked our dialogue and i hadn't even thought twice about it because you know i wrote it as a novel so like i just it just flows you know my i'm pretty sure yeah. my character just uses me as a prophet um because <laughs> half the time i like there was this one time i'm writing this scene and i and while i'm writing and and it did not make sense to me at all. And I was like, this, this is stupid. I don't even know where I'm going with this. And, and then just like my characters in my head, just like, just, just wait. And I was like, this is not making any sense to me. Like, and I'll just keep writing it. And then finally, when I was done, I was like, that is a really good scene. And my, my co-writer is like, that was amazing. I was like, I didn't write it. Like, I I don't even know what I wrote. So, so you, time, you channeled your own character. I'm pretty sure she controls everything. She drives me crazy. Um, Like I, like I don't, someone said, what do you do when you have, uh, you know, uh, what is it? Um, ironically, I can't think of the word that clarifies uh, it. But writer's, writer's block. block. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was like, I've never had it because my, I just, I don't think ahead. I literally sit down and we, you know, we just, I just start writing and uh, we still write. I sent her uh, two 6,000 word replies this past week. Um, and so, uh, and like I said, we, I, I think I added it up yesterday. And so far we're like 15,000 words less than a million. So <laughs> We wrote quite a bit. That's, wow. Yeah. Um, we definitely got uh, definitely got uh, a little obsessed with it. Just a tiny bit. Um, I mean, if you're like just a, a few thousand words away from a million. Yeah, we're almost working. there. We'll probably be there by um, probably in a week or two. Because we're we wrote so one through five is done the, oh we have a spinoff and it's a really stupid reason so bear with me um our characters were missing those 10 years and we felt we felt really guilty like the further into the story we went because they would be talking about missing these 10 years together so i wrote a what if story about what would happen if they ran away that night so it kind of was supposed to be like a joke you know like give them a second mm -hmm. chance 
but now we have five books. So obviously it was not a joke. Because <laughs> um, in my mind, I was thinking, how fun can it be? That, and then I was like, as I was writing it, I was like, well, hell, they, uh, yeah, they, they're, they're being chased by the same stuff. But now she's not a supernatural hunter. He's not trained as an assassin. You have these two scared teenagers on the run, not even knowing that demons exist. So they didn't, their parents Oof. didn't get killed. They don't know anything that's going on. They just were leaving their abusive family. Um, so they steal the truck and they, they run for it. And like within the first night they get attacked, you know, by a demon. Uh, and then the story just kind of snowballed to this really cool thing. <laughs> their, 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 their powers come out more in that story, like sooner because they were never parted. So like they never had to have that heartbreak and, uh, yeah, it became really awesome. And I'm, I'm hoping to release that someday too, because I would just love to see them as these teenagers watching this girl like kind of hide behind him half the time now instead of being like the kick-ass stubborn pain in the ass that she is now um which he calls her all the time he always says in every book he calls her at least once a pain in the ass because she you know she's stubborn and she's trying to save him and he's trying to save her and we torture up her character so <laughs> that's that definitely sounds sounds a lot like my my wife uh, I, 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 lo I love her dearly but i mean she's she she calls herself fey for a reason and sometimes she is yeah. when she gets into that that fey mood <laughs> that that mischievous Watch fey that mood i i'm i'm always i'm always getting the brunt of it of course like, I'm, I'm always the victim it's well like, i'll send you some of these issues and whenever she starts yelling say here read about anubis <laughs> <laughs> that might actually work <laughs> That yeah. actually work. So babe, she's babe, babe. Yeah, Anubis. Look, it's okay. Anubis, and then like I have uh, gold-plated coins with Anubis on it. I have, of course, the plushies. I actually have a ton of plushies. Everyone says I've been called like the queen, the merch queen, but it, they're like, "Why would you buy so much? You've only been doing this for six months." Well, here's the reason. Um, I bought it because I wanted it, and now it's tax deductible <laughs> selling it to somebody else. So, hey, <laughs> yeah. so this is so this is my uh, Anubis plushie. Then I have um, my skeleton birds from issue three. So oh, that's I, I that's love really cool. I have skeletons, you know, bird skeletons, and and all kinds. Of, so this is like my favorite. I do have handmade statues that I got made, and one of them is a skeleton bird, but I kept it. So um, yeah, that one's not getting sold. And then this is my zombie merman that you see is like the little suckers on the bottom. Um, oh, and okay. One of my favorites because it's the deer demon and he has a petticoat and, the <laughs> and his little tail is on fire. Um, and Cute then, yet terrifying. Right? That's the perfect <laughs> way to describe it. And then in the spinoff, which is the What If series, she has a Apollo, which is um, a rat guardian that she has. Um, oh. A lot of people don't know that Apollo um, is actually the lord of rodents. Um, and he sent this rat to take care of her because her mother is oh. Celtic. So, and it's kind of things, it's kind of weird because we did a lot of things that just, it. I can't even tell you how it fits in place and we didn't do it on purpose. Like I had the pet, the, the rat Apollo because I like the name. And then, like, halfway in, I was like, I should probably do some research. And then I was like, oh, he's the Lord of Rodents. That's perfect. Um, and then I picked Seraphina's mom, which is a Celtic goddess of the Healing Springs, mm -hmm. uh, Healing Hot Springs, which is Serona. And I didn't know that she's actually associated with Apollo. Like, they were friends then in mythology. So I was like, well, that just kind of worked out. <laughs> so, and then I didn't know. I did scripture on um, Remnal, which is this angel 
um he's the judgment of souls um mm -hmm. and he's the first angel l to commit sin against god in mythology and then he created uh, a, uh, a nephilim which isn't what seraphina is but he created a child he wasn't supposed to which happens in this he created seraphina from the weapon um because his wife wanted a child oh. yeah so then we also we never really clarified the father until we were done like we got to come up with names like we don't you know gotta have names for the father so his father is asmin um because our character is always angry <laughs> so he's like the chaos demon and the, we didn't realize that one he feeds on souls so he's the enemy of remnal so it worked perfectly that he was always trying to get the souls from him but as an added bonus he's immune to lightning and remnal's only power in scripture was lightning so it kind of was like this cool thing that kind of worked <laughs> out we're like what the hell is going on here uh why does everything fit so incredibly perfect um so yeah it just worked out really 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 well um so it's just meant to be written that's all <laughs> yeah but um you said you work with uh with hecate tell, tell us a little about your uh your background in that because it, it obviously you know translates into your your comics as well like you wouldn't really yes. write that if you're not into it so hecate i always since i was like you know i would say like eight or something like that i had told my mom that i believed in more you know which possibilities than other you know more supernatural paranormal or whatever and i didn't feel that uh the rules of christianity kind of applied especially when you realize they changed his birthday from, you know, spring to, you know, whatever. So um, my, my mom's answer, which uh, bless her, um, as long as you don't sacrifice any animals, you can do whatever you want. I was like, okay, we don't, but thanks. Um, <laughs> so, it's, for, it's quite your typical mom answer. Right. I mean, you know, and I tried with Gianni. I have nothing against it. My family's Catholic. Blah, blah. Uh, I even tried. I had a birthday cake for Jesus before I realized that he wasn't born and didn't. And let me tell you, it was so funny because I told my mom, there's no way you would be Catholic if you ever sat down and thought about it. I was like, you believe in soulmates, which you can't if you're Catholic. I mean, you can't, but in the religion, technically, they don't have soulmates. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, she believes you don't have to be in church, that you can be in nature. I was like, mom, do you ever listen to yourself talk? <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> whatever. Um, but that, yeah, yeah. That, so she, that, she sounds, that sounds really, really witchy actually yeah. yeah my mom would be if she if her parents weren't so religious i think she would have been and then my dad was i was telling him in the middle of the restaurant that they changed jesus's birthday and he got all, all offended like what the hell they can't do that what are they doing like yeah it was done in like 1400s i had nothing to do with it so but anyway for, for Hecate, um she was really important to me because i used to have this uh slight pan i want to say slight but i'd have a uh, like out of nowhere panic attacks about what happens when you die and like everything would just go black uh, and it really bothered me so when i found out about her it actually kind of made me feel better to think that she was like the goddess of the underworld um but she kind of found me so what happened was i was researching um different goddesses trying to find one that kind of spoke to me and and to see which one was best for me and i couldn't figure out you know which one it was so i had gone to the window and I was looking down and I said, I wish I had a sign, you know, of, of something. Um, so all of a sudden there was a black cat that walked into the yard and to the back door. 
So in two seconds, I love cats and I, I have a black cat. So I like ran downstairs and it, there was nothing there, even though there's no way out once it gets there. Like there's this walls on either side. So I'm like, that's really weird because it took me like four seconds to get downstairs. So I went outside looking for it and I'm walking in the woods and I found like this wand looking piece of, of wood. It was gorgeous. So I took it home and I researched the wood and it was her wood. And then it said that uh, she could appear oh. to you as a black cat. Um, so from then on, I researched and everything they said about her, you know, and the crossroads, which is good because I'm Pisces and I always have the trouble of deciding between two paths. So like I've needed her my whole life. Um, so she was she was definitely always there for me. I've had this necklace since ugh, uh, before to that. I mean, for like 20 something years, I got it in Salem. Um, which I haven't been back to in like the longest time. So I have no idea if it's still, I don't know if you've ever been to Salem, but the place used to be amazing. Not, not yet. My, my fiance is dying or my wife is dying to, uh, to get me there. But with her being American and myself being, uh, being Dutch. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cause she has to go halfway across the country. I have to get, I have to go all the way across the ocean. So it's a hassle. That's that's a little trickier. I, I remember the last time I was going to go and I didn't go because I don't have the guts to do it Um, was it was I it was so long ago, but it was a blue moon on Halloween, you know, so I was like, I really want to go to Salem. And right when we were packing to go, it was like hours before nighttime. They, they said like 12 miles before Salem was backed up of all these people trying to get to Salem oh. for the blue moon. I was like, okay, well, I am not going to Salem. So yes, uh, it's probably more commercial now, but they tried really hard to keep it like the old kind, you know, yeah. um, but I, I haven't been in at least because my husband was going to go with me. So I haven't been there since I've been with my husband. So it's been at least, at least 12 years since I had gone. And I only lived two and a half hours from there. So I wasn't even that far. Um, so I really had no excuse, but, but uh, now I'm, now I'm far. Well, but, okay. So I guess you could say like you didn't even go once in a blue moon. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, the place was really nice. It is definitely worth going, but I don't know if it's worth going across. I mean, you. I mean, doesn't Europe has some of the most haunted places you can go? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. we have we have a lot. We have a lot uh, when it comes to entities gods cryptids um we yeah we have a lot some some really some really scary uh you know the 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 fae even though we're pretty much married to one they can be scary i mean i i i love my my fire fae but when she gets angry or you know just <laughs> give her the anubis <laughs> because I, yeah, because I have a tendency to just you know say things without me too thinking, thinking it over. Me too. Uh, and, and I'm really really stubborn, you know, Capricorn. I, I I'm stubborn. My husband's a Capricorn. Trust me, I know. <laughs> I know all about it. Trust me. I did all the research, and I was like, damn it, I'm still gonna marry him. But anyway. <laughs> I, I will well, tell you uh, that I actually saw a ghost. I believe I saw a ghost when I was a teenager, but I didn't know it at the time. Um, so I was pet sitting and I was spending the night at somebody's house and it was the first, it was only one night, thankfully. And I was laying in bed and usually I need pitch blackness, you know, um, I, I just like it completely dark, but I remember Ooh. there was a light in the hallway and I didn't want to get up to shut the door, but I was thinking about that I had to. So I'm laying in bed and all of a sudden there was this really long shadow of a person 
that was going from the floor to the ceiling and there's no one in the doorway. So I'm watching this shadow go all the way across the room and then go under the bed. And then I went to go look like an idiot and then stop myself like, well, no, I, no, we're going back to bed. So then I, I always had this fear. This has not helped my fear. As a kid, I had a fear that if you put your hands behind your head on the bed, that someone will grab it. So this did not help that fear. Um, so I remember thinking I convinced myself that I must have fallen asleep and that's what I saw, but I know I didn't though. So I, but I convinced myself and I went to sleep and I finally <laughs> went to bed. I woke up, I got fired because all the plants had the dirt taken out of it. And I was like, I did not do that. Like, why would I do that? Um, so I got fired for the pet sitting, which I was more than happy to comply. Um, but like years later, I was watching some haunted show and the woman's like, oh yeah, I saw an entity. I was laying in my bed and I saw this shadow of a man go all the way up and across the room and under the bed. I was like, I saw that too. So I might've seen one, but, uh, well, yeah. To, to get up and like actually investigate it. That's like, like how every horror first victim in the horror movie happens. Yeah. It's like, oh. I saw something I don't know. Let's get up and investigate it. I don't know what I was thinking going for the bed. I, I, I'm so glad I didn't look under it because I really don't want to know what was under there. But uh, yeah, but I, I just... That's the like, last they ever heard of her. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but that was the freakiest thing I think I've I've ever i've ever seen though but i didn't even know like i really convinced myself and that that's talking that's like the power of denial right there <laughs> yeah, I, I that's, two seconds ago that's yeah. some that's some really heavy cognitive distance yeah uh, <laughs> fully really awake but really con stupid. convincing yourself you actually fell asleep yeah sure like, I'm falling asleep I, I don't know i guess yeah <laughs> So it's either complete denial or stupidity. One of the two, both. I, I don't know. <laughs> At least I stopped myself from looking under the bed because who the hell knows, you know, what, oh, what was under like there. Every I kid. red eyes or something. <laughs> <laughs> like every kid has that nightmare of, or yeah. that, that, that you know, scare of the, the monster under the bed. And yeah. Yeah. Like you, you like maybe about to actually find the monster under the bed. It's... You know, and I doubt it would be like Monsters Inc. or anything. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it would have been a little bit worse. So just, yeah. just, just a little. I, I think like more goosebumps than most. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's probably more goosebumps than anything. But yeah. But fortunately, I wasn't stupid enough to go look. And uh, here I am. So <laughs> and now I'm writing about ghosts. So yeah. Because our, our, like the, so our issue one through seven is mostly like the town, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen Silent Hill or read Silent Hill, or played Silent Hill, but it's kind of like Silent Hill. They're in this town, but in issues seven, uh, eight through uh, 14, they're in a haunted asylum um, and they're trapped in this with the ghosts. all keep all the doors shut and everything. So they're trapped like in there and, and they have to go around and try to figure out what happened and how did it happen? And, uh, and then there's there's the zombies in there that are animated and there's we have these giant salamander creatures on the ceiling that like have daggers for tails that just kind of like cut them as they go by. So, um, yeah, so that's that. And then uh, after that, they go into um, uh, 10 issues of a zombie infested city where they're they're trapped in the city trying to get through. And it's kind of like Resident Evil, if you've ever played Resident Evil or any of that. Um, I'm, I'm familiar with the, the stories and the, the vibe. Yeah, yeah. Very, so, very, very dark, very scary, very, <laughs> I don't want to be here because I can die any moments. Uh, that is it. You know, it's so funny because somebody posted, would you like, 
like on Facebook, they're like, would you um, survive a zombie apocalypse? And I wrote, I've been planning this my whole life. So I'm probably going to die within five minutes. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, you know, I've had like scenarios. Oh, we're going to get to the mall, like Dawn of the Dead, but we're going to not do what they did because I was stupid and, and this and, and all this. So I'm like, oh, I'll probably be dead in, in five minutes. And then somebody posted, somebody had a video that said, um, people think that they'd survive the zombie apocalypse when they'll probably die like from disease infested water or something really simple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, or whatever. you, you did want to get up to check the monster on their, on their bed. So like a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. So I, I would just hide in someone's attic until it's over. I mean, I, I, I had read the zombie apocalypse survival guide. It's like destroy the stairs and live in the upstairs so that they, they can't go. You know, they can't go upstairs and or they can't climb or whatever. But I don't know. It depends which uh, zombie movie you watch. I mean, yeah. I was like, what's that zombie movie with? Um, Worldwide. That, yeah. World, uh, World War Z or something. Yeah, World War Z. With, with they, Brad Pitt's where they actually just. On. Yeah. I mean, if it's those kind of zombies. Yeah. It doesn't, yeah those you, kind are the worst and the running kind. Like, I don't want running zombies. Oh, like, God, 28 no. days later. Like, that's a. It's crazy who wants that i mean yeah. i'll take i'll take the um slow staggering yeah just you know the slow staggering just the... <laughs> that's exactly what you should do uh those are the those are the good kind um enjoy listening to podcasts and ever wonder can i make a podcast but it seems so complicated and good audio production can take time what if there was a way to create an amazing podcast easily well now there is introducing podcasting made easy from podcasting audio my production team will handle your entire audio production allowing you to be the star of your show this is podcasting made easy how easy well so easy you don't even have to press record now that's easy your listeners are waiting let's deliver sign up for a free strategy call today at podcasticaudio.com slash easy but uh yeah for the comic book uh like i said i'm on kickstarter um and the easiest way to find me is uh search worthy chaos because i'm the only thing that pops up yeah i i have all the all the links in the the description as well and you can tell uh your fiance is your fiance Right. Yeah, uh, fiance, wife. Might I mean, as well be your we, wife. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, your your wife. But tell her we have tons of Anubis stuff um, because we are obsessed with it. So everyone else just seemed to luckily become obsessed with it. But we have like the 3D, you know, statues, and Ooh, and we have um, the gold coins in new, and we have an, another miniature statue. We have the plushies, of course. We have prints galore um and of course he's you know he's in the book but um he be, he's in it more and more like um now he's like in a page or two in, in book i'll send you one and two because in two he's in the entire thing so she'll like she'll like to um and then after that he's kind of in like a couple of pages trying to just tell the story in the background um but the more like in issue two he's um in book two he's in it more in book three it's actually kind of funny because so there he's supposed to keep her alive in issue in book three so like she's going through these the zombie apocalypse city and he's in the background like saving her life that she doesn't even know he's there. So like there'll be something stalking her and like this <laughs> axe will come down, chop it and he'll just like move it away and she'll turn around and be like nothing's there and and so um <laughs> that's going to be my favorite to see all drawn out and uh I really yeah. liked it 
but uh yeah that that sounds kind of sounds like looney tunes like <laughs> yep no yep. wait wasn't there nah. <laughs> yeah, it's must nothing have, there must have fallen asleep and imagined it yeah <laughs> that's obviously what happened uh, <laughs> while she's running through the city she must have just dozed off you know like yeah that happens happens all the time you know Today's, i'm telling you um <laughs> But yeah, someone in the someone said that they're only three hours from Salem. I'm, I don't know where they're, uh, they're at. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where where you are. Three hours. I was in uh, Connecticut when I was about two and a half hours. So he, you had to be somewhere around there or the other direction. <laughs> um, and apparently, he also likes Providence better. I mean, I, I Providence for Providence for an island. Probably. I think. And yeah. uh, Child of Ash, good brother. Uh, Salem West is where you want to go if you want to escape all the tourists. Yeah, it it's a little touristy. Like I've I've gone down to the smaller shops that are like down the aisles, you know, alleyways. You're not probably supposed to go. But and those are the uh, best parts to go, right? Like if you're not if you're not supposed to go there, that's the best. Then time. you should go there. Yeah. 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 So those were the best shops. And like I said, I haven't been there in at least 12 to 15 years. So, uh, I mean, we don't have, I mean, I'm in the South now, so you don't, you don't have a lot here. Um, there is one or two really good stores, but um, I think we still, we have a really good oddity store. We have a really good metaphysical store. Um, so I can get herbs or whatever I need. Um, there's actually surprisingly more than I thought there would be, you know, being in the south but uh because i came from new york i mean they're they all over <laughs> like every yeah. five feet but they were starting to close down like i remember one i went to in connecticut because we tried to go we used to have scott cunningham's um guide to wicca's guide to the shops or whatever even though i consider myself more a witch than a than a wicca but um i they don't it that thing's like irrelevant now like those shops are like closed or whatever but man there was some really good hole in the walls that you'd go in and you'd be like damn what do you have in here like you know yeah. like i'm not allowed to touch while i'm in here or yeah like, but what? some some metaphysical stores is more like we bought some crap off of wish and put it into a store you know yeah. and with just made a really good yeah with it you know like how they how they sell art too you know it's just be a painting with nothing but like paint spatters and whatever and it's like oh yeah but the artist yeah, like a whole yeah. bullshit story and it's like that'll be 10 million please yeah yeah the the ones there's one here that's a hole in the wall that i really like but the other one that's bigger is more commercial you know oh yeah you can do that um but surprisingly good herbs um i don't know if you've ever there's a really good shop online called um is it mojo something um but i i have this have you ever heard of the lucky hand root if you have if you have not you got to carry this thing around no um, it's called the lucky hand root and generally you have to get it online it's a little root that looks like a little hand um but i've been carrying this thing around since 20 years like it's been like forever uh and i have the greatest luck so i'm gonna i'm gonna go with you should get yourself a lucky hand the lucky hand route okay yeah, i yeah. It's will usually definitely for gamblers. it's usually for gamblers but it is very lucky so i mean not that gambling's bad i mean i mean i i do like I do like to gamble, but yeah. that's that's more because you know I just jump into things without really thinking about it. So it's always a gamble. Uh, yes, that is. Uh, yes, I, <laughs> I, I I bought this house uh, without uh, visiting it. I had no idea what the house looked like. Um, I was a thousand miles away, and I knew I was getting laid off from my job, so I had to buy a house 
before I lost the job. So I bought the house uh, with my husband. We weren't married yet. We got married mm -hmm. on the 13th and then moved on the 14th. So it was like a goodbye party. Oh, um, wow. Drove all the way to Tennessee. Um, and I... <laughs> I didn't tell now granted I am not a, a young person. So when I when I moved, I was 37, but my parents treat me like I'm five. So um my I told my parents I was moving and um I they 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 recommended that I didn't. Oh yeah, he's in Connecticut. Um I don't know what part of Connecticut are you in? I was in uh I wasn't near Mystic, but I got to go there a lot. So it was like an hour from Mystic. But I was in Danbury and near Waterbury and my husband was near Hartford. So we were like that. Not that Connecticut's all that big. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, so I lost my complete chain of thought, but um, I decided to move here and that's what I did. I didn't look at the place. I had my friends make sure it wasn't falling down and then I paid for it. So by the time I told my parents, I had closed April 16th and I told I told my parents in June when I was moving. So I'd already had the house for oh. <laughs> two, months, two months or something. So they, they had sat me down. I wasn't even living with them. I had, I had my own townhouse. So this is a really weird sit down thing. My parents sat me down and they're like, I don't, I don't think you should, you know, move, you know, whatever. Like, well, funny story. <laughs> <laughs> bought a house. Uh, they're like, what? So yeah, I'd bought the house. Uh, and then I moved in in September uh, we had no jobs, no nothing, and um, was the best thing I had ever done besides marrying my husband, of course. Um, of course, gotta, of course. You gotta say that, you know, right? For, for, the, for the record, for, yeah, <laughs> yeah asperis. I, I, you know, um, but that was the best thing I ever did. It put me into to debt at first, and then we worked our way out of it. And the second I'd worked my way out of it, I told my husband I want to start my own business, and that put us into debt again. And it wound up being the best thing, this third best thing I ever done. Um, and uh, it it worked out amazing. It's been six years since I started that. And then I woke up and I told my husband, I'm going to start a comic book. And he's like, okay, so <laughs> on to risk number three, which I didn't think it would be as risky as it is. But I, I mean, I, I sunk a lot of money into this. Uh, one person, when I first started, stole three grand from me. Uh, and then I tried to fix it for two grand and it didn't work. So I, I lost five grand. Um, but I believe it was very serendipitous because, uh, had that, that not happened, um, I wouldn't have found the artist that I have who I absolutely adore. Like he's part of the family oh, wow. and he loves the story as much as I do. I mean, he went on vacation for 30 days and my husband said, don't bother him. So I made sure not to message him. Uh, and then two weeks <laughs> in, yeah, my, my husband knows me very well. And then two weeks in, he wrote me and he said, I miss writing. I miss drawing the story. I can't wait to get back to it. And I, I you know, I miss, and this is his first paid job. So he's, you know, he's loyal to it and hopefully he oh, sticks cool. that way. But yeah, I got really lucky. So I'm glad it happened. Uh, I'll feel better when it's paid off. <laughs> but, yeah, but For sure. You know, but, but it was worth happening because I found him. So yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, that's yeah. silver, silver lining. Silver lining. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. you have to find those or you'll cry. So <laughs> you find those. Yeah. No, that's, oh God, ain't that the truth? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I yeah. have to find them daily. But no, I I mean, like I said, it's I love the story and it's not really for profit. Um, it's I just I just want to make enough to pay the artists so I can keep making them. Um, there are 45 issues already written to, to complete the series one. Uh, and I would love to see it all done. I, I had publishers tell me, no, you'll never get them all written. 
because it's very hard to have like they publishers wouldn't even take the story because they didn't want it because it was more than three issues so they're like oh nobody reads the third you know it's 60 percent of the people that bought one will buy two and 30 yeah. percent of those people will buy make and like then you have the worst story ever because that's not that's not how it's supposed to work no Most that's that's the thing with publishers like they they have to make money off it as well so you know they just they they look at the numbers and that's that's really all they look at but there have been so many um like indie writers up up you know indie comic writers there is uh are you familiar with Arkhaven at all yep yeah that's really good yeah yeah i i uh got to know that i'm, I'm not really into comics and rpgs and and all of that a good friend of mine is uh one of the tribal elders um but i got to know it through like another acquaintance of mine who is also writing his own comic book series and he's uh very like closely connected with uh with Arkhaven and all and i you know like scrolled through the, the the website a bit and i was like damn this is quality this is good this is like so much better than what you know comes out of those big publishing houses better than anything marvel or dc has done in years <laughs> Yeah, I um I've been praised for the artist too. I mean, the artist is amazing. Um, I think you saw some of the artwork. Um, I could probably show you uh some pages. Um, yeah, please but, do. So I'll show you. Let me see how to share. Um, I don't know why it keeps warning me. I don't know what you plan to do. Well, I'll show you issue one. So I'm not doing anything. Let's no, no, no. <laughs> I'm trying. To, uh, okay, there. I have to get out of um. Whatever I want to do, I don't want to do that. So this is the issue that's going to be out um, next Tuesday, June twentieth. That's uh, our vampires, um, and uh, that's our sexy vampire. Don't ask me why. Um, so <laughs> you got, you, you gotta, see, gotta have some sexy right? vampires. Like, yeah. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> Seraphina's about to kill her because she's like, "Don't touch my man." Um, but uh, so this is one of our covers. Um, oh, that's and, really cool. Yeah, that's a variant cover. This is here's the Anubis one that is. I have the original drawing for this right next to me. I love, I love this artist. Um, and then this is my artist. That's the the thing. But and we have this warning, you know, you know, uh, intended for mature audiences. Uh, horror filled fun. Proceed at your own risk. Um, <laughs> but this this is the art, and um, my artist Oof. has been praised for the the panel work and the emotions. You know, um, it's it's good quality. Ooh, okay. Oh, yeah, this 18, is their first 18, kiss. Eighteen yeah. plus. Eighteen yeah. plus. <laughs> Kids, cover your eyes. <laughs> there is no nudity, unfortunately, in our story. But um, oh, yeah. well, never yeah. mind then. But they, but they curse <laughs> on stop. So if you don't like cursing, it's not the story for you. My my mom's review is, and I'm going to put this on the back of my graphic novel. She put, um, I finally read your story, and besides all the f words, it was pretty good. So that's my mom's <laughs> review. So, thanks, mom. Uh, yeah, thanks, mom. So this is uh the nighttime when she's stalking one of the. The vampires so the um, coloring is really good yeah he does everything um i wonder if i can just switch to if it'll let me switch i guess it won't let me switch um I, watch me hit like uh the um the the, the launch by accident and <laughs> that would not be good my friend would kill me that 
that if I did that because I launch on her show every time. So she's like, so this is a really popular Anubis one. And this is going to be a metal. You can see that, right? Because I got to see what you Okay, good. Um, so this Ooh. is from a DC artist. Um, and he's he doesn't like DC anymore because they screwed him over. But uh, he worked on Batman and Harley Quinn back in the day, decades ago. Um, and it's also, I don't know if you know who Lady Death Universe is, but um, the current colorist that works on Lady Death Universe is the colorist for this cover here. She's absolutely amazing. So this is our zombified Anubis. Uh, and this is for issue four, which will also be available for the next Jeez, one. And this the is the details. Yeah, wow. the yeah, the, the details are. And then if your uh, wife likes Supernatural, here is our Supernatural cover uh, with the, the the car in the background and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she'll, she'll she'll love it she'll yeah. love it for sure this is the angelic weapon that they carry around they don't realize what it is um and uh that's uh he fights everybody so um but this is uh this is uh issue four so you get to see and there's the car anyone that watches supernatural knows the car and yeah. uh, then, then my character kicks ass so that's her um <laughs> but and then here's our uh Here's what I was telling you before. They, their fathers are the, the, the top row here. Because you can't see my finger pointing, so I don't know why I pointed. Um, but these are their <laughs> fathers here. And this is the hellhound that is, he's got a broken horn from the beating. And he, he's about to play fetch with Anubis. So there you go. <laughs> and, ain't, that, um, ain't that cute? Like playing yeah. fetch with his, yeah. his doggy. <laughs> so uh yeah um but uh, we're actually getting a plushie of <clears throat> uh the the hellhound now as we speak uh she just sent me the the face uh uh embroidery the, all my plushies are handmade um so they're more expensive but they you know they're very detailed um and i absolutely love them so um but yeah she's working on the hellhound now and it's gonna have a broken horn and everything just like the the hellhound so <laughs> nice Nice. Yeah. Um, I guess last last question, unless we just you know keep it going. Like I I, I like to just keep it free flow. Is yeah. there any particular reason why Anubis plays such a a big role in uh, your story? You know, it started as the simplest thing. I just wanted somebody that had a staff, and the for whatever reason, I don't know why Anubis popped in my head. Um, and as soon as I wrote it down it just fit and i just became so absolutely you know that's a good question i'm very add sorry he asked if this <laughs> works like the necklace and i i am now going to make that you are a horrible influence I don't know what to do um but yes i am that is a great question i am gonna make that um so we will have a necklace <laughs> probably um, and uh but i'm i i do have um molds made of our characters of Anubis. I'm going to make resin. Uh, I'm also making a um, Egyptian um, good luck pouch with like frankincense and all the things that Anubis would normally have. Oh, um, cool. Yeah. So, and then I have coins that I'm going to make out of, uh, I have this, the stamps for them. So I'm going to make some, um, some coins and stuff. So yeah, we have a, a ton of really cool stuff, but now we will have a necklace. So thanks for nothing. Um, <laughs> I, I, and now I'm going to have to wear that to the cons. Every time we have a con, like our Anubis stuff is like the most sought after. Like everyone, I did not know Anubis was um, so popular. I had no clue. Like I, I wish I could be like, I knew Anubis would be big. So I made, no, I was not that smart. I just added him and he became this huge thing. And I was like, um, yes, he's very marked 
marketable items. <laughs> They're not planets <laughs> at all. Um, so I, I have no idea. I just really loved, you know, it kind of went with Hecate because she's the goddess of the underworld. And it, you yeah, know, that's it's, that's what I was thinking. Maybe yeah, Hecate so, pointed you towards him. It's yeah, like, and I, now he's this big this big part of of everything. Like I I studied a lot about him, and I didn't know that he can go through portals, which he does in book three. Um, he obviously he controls the dead. So when he walks through the portal and these horde of zombies come, you know, I was thinking he was going to fight them. And then in my mind, I was like, oh, wait. And he just holds up the staff. It glows and they just part the way. So he, you know, he controls the dead and they do whatever he wants. So oh. it was just, that's going to be my cover. Like, I can't wait to see that done. Um, so like, yeah, I just. Like Moses parting the Red Sea. Just exactly Anubis parting yeah. a sea of the dead. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That is really cool. <laughs> if he wants street cat, I like that. <laughs> I've not thought of that. That'll that'll uh, that's gonna be uh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to hire this guy to like you know or uh, hire and uh, pay this person to you know give me all these ideas. Um, but I am also getting and I love embroidery. I love the way embroidery looks. So I'm actually getting um, somebody's working on it today. She sent me the bookmarks that she's embroidering with Anubis on it. And she's putting the anklet on the back or the anklet in the back. And uh, it's going to have like the beads hanging off of it. So that'd be really big too. Um, so yeah, we, we are not uh, missing any merch, you know, well, except for a necklace, which is now going. To be <laughs> I mean, it yeah. would be a really cool, uh, a really cool necklace. So, oh, that's like, Oh, good. Yeah. We need a new one. <laughs> I can, yeah, I can get, cause we're going to make charms too, because I'm, I'm, I'm going to explore the world of resin because I used to do clay uh, a lot. Um, <laughs> hey, find me on Facebook, man. Cursa Grant. Um, or uh, we have a, a webs. Um, we have Worthy Chaos group, which we tell anyone that they could post their art or they could post the Kickstarters. And I always post the reward ideas. We're coming out with a coloring book for adults and it has Anubis in almost every single one of them. Um, oh, God. <laughs> so yeah I, i'm gonna go broke on having to buy all of this I'm for fire broke. i need other people to go broke with me so, uh, we're yeah. all in this together yeah we're all in this together man um but yeah i, I definitely believe that uh hecate sent me anubis um because and that's why i kind of think that that's why anubis is in the series two like fighting the war and it was you know to see it was kind of cool because i already wrote the epilogue for it where she goes to get anubis and anubis doesn't talk in our story so he just kind of like grumbles at her so but uh but hecate can understand what he says and she's like you have to join you're part of the underworld crew or whatever she said <laughs> and he's like just grumble and of course my character is a teenager in that series so the first thing she does is try to pet Anubis, which he doesn't mind, but Draven's like, don't touch it. Like, it's like, he's like, no, it's fine. He's the god of the underworld. What are you petting him for? Yeah, yeah. Which kind of, I don't know if you ever watched anime. Did you ever watch Inuyasha or anything like that? No. In Inuyasha, the first thing she does is pet the demon's ears. Like, he was unconscious, but, so it reminded me of that. Like, I'm like, he's going to want to pet his ears. Um, but yeah, and then, of course, you have Croc uh that comes along and and his name's okay so i i keep saying his name he he doesn't have technically a name in the redemption uh that she got she named him in the spinoff because she was in hell and she was being trapped there and the hellhounds mm -hmm. were keeping her there and she wasn't able to leave 
So one of them, which would be Croc, came up and licked her hand and she said, do you want to be pet or are you tasting me for later? And um, he kind of like rubbed against her. So she named him Croc because I don't know if you ever heard of the gem Crocolite, um, but it's this really gorgeous red gem, but it's also toxic if you hold it too much. And hellhounds are toxic oh. to angels. So she calls him Croc for short. Um, but everyone thinks it's because he's like part wolf, part dragon but uh nope that's not as cool as that name <laughs> that's that, that's wow that's some hidden hidden lore yeah. <laughs> right there that's that's really cool that's probably one of the one of those details that i wonder how many people actually know that like that that rock that stone exists and how oh, and nobody <laughs> of, of those like of those people how many will actually get that that reference that's really yeah. cool I, I mean i i like those like really niche well it's it's kind references. of funny because I'll, I'll give you a hint to issue one because you're going to read issue one and if anyone in the audience um would like to read issue one i do give issue one and two for free of the pdf um so just either add me chris grant or um poster or send you the email i don't know how this works uh my worthy chaos at gmail.com is my email it's not that hard so you can email that um and i just send you a link but anyway hi everyone this is jj the co-founder of good pods if you haven't heard of it yet good pods is like goodreads or instagram but for podcasts it's new it's social it's different and it's growing really fast there are more than 2 million podcasts and we know that it is impossible to figure out what to listen to on Good Pods, you follow your friends and podcasters to see what they like. That is the number one way to discover new shows and episodes. You can find Good Pods on the web or download the app. Happy listening. There's a hint. I like little details in the background because I'm weird like that. So, in, you know, when you ever watch a horror movie or any kind of movie, they turn on the TV and it automatically tells you exactly the information they need. Like, you know, it's yeah. Like, Exposition. Very, very deus ex machina. Yeah, ex machina, yeah. right. So we kind of have a joke for that. So she gets up in the morning after having this nightmare about the past and everything and kind of shows you what happened. She turns on the TV and it's exactly the information she needed. But if you look at the back of the TV, it's actually not plugged in. So outside the window, the angel's watching her. He's the one that is making the TV show that so that she'll go to that town. So there's oh. a hint to that. But no one will probably notice it. But if you at the next page, he says, you're going there anyway. Will you look for this? And she's like, how do you know I was going there? So it's kind of a hint, but probably no one will get that. Um, oh, that's that's but, a yeah. good one. That's yeah. a good one. That's that's clever. I like yeah. that. And then there's a, a page that um, when they first run into each other, um, there's a little Easter egg. So we have an Easter egg in every story from either an urban legend or a horror or something. So the first page that they're on is actually a, an alligator in the sewer, but you can't see it unless you look for it. Like no one ever notices it until I point it out. Um, and then two seconds later on the next page, they look like they're having a really nice chat of him saying you're not real under the moon. And if you, you literally have to zoom in or me tell you, there's a tiny cloud all the way in the background and that is the ghost on their way. And then the next page you see it all the way there. So there's a hint to it in the background, but you wouldn't really know it until I pointed it out. So you have to look that, really closely to my story. <laughs> that's cool. That's yeah. really cool. I like I like that. You know, all those those hidden little hidden details that you know, when once you found it and you read the rest and you see it, you're like, that's it. 
that's what I saw. Like, yeah. it's just those those little aha moments. Like those, as a you know, as a reader, as a, a consumer, that's that's really yeah. that's yeah. really cool. I like that. Definitely. People should do people should do that more. Right. Know? Put those Easter eggs in, like it it draws you into the like into the story as well. Because especially if it's like a Easter egg or a reference, which like is kind of known or like is is used in can be used in multiple ways. You're like it's, it's that little like a little voice in the back of your head that tells you like I know that I should know that I should I should know that you I've should. heard this before. I've seen this. I've seen this kind of stuff before. <laughs> Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> yep, yep. We we actually have a contest. So in October, um, we we have a contest. Our so we we launch a campaign about every other month because we're really fast releasing these, which is very odd. And I've been made fun of in a good way that I have all these books coming out. So this one is issue five. Issue six is um, August fifteenth, and issue seven. And the graphic novel for all seven together is coming out October 3rd and release on Halloween because nice. Halloween marks one year of being in comics, one year with my artist. So uh, it worked out perfectly. And of course, it's Halloween. Um, of course. So, yeah. And I will tell you that uh, there's a special add on if anyone's ever interested. Um, it's like 99 bucks and you can be drawn in as a zombie for issue eight. So if anyone wants to be oh, drawn okay. in as a zombie, uh, we only have, I think it's either five or 10 spots, depending. It's supposed to be five. So we'll, we'll see, but, um, <laughs> you can stagger on as a zombie or you can pick your, your, uh, demise. So, and at the con I went to, they, they had the most unique depth where I'm just like, these are more creative than I can come up with. Um, but yeah, my brother wanted to be one that gets his chop, his head chopped off, and I'm all for that. So I'm chopping up. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought I've been waiting years for this. Like I'm like, sorry. like now, now you can finally do it and get away with it as well yeah, because it's I, a comic. I'm telling you, it was meant to be. So. <laughs> anyway, I don't know brother. how long your show is. So <laughs> I mean, it's like three hours though. Um, I mean, you know, with this comment, like, I'm expecting a raid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've seen those on videos before, but uh, this is, uh, yeah, disclaimer. It's just a comic <laughs> book where I'm chopping off my brother's head. But of course, they'll edit that out and be like, chopping off your brother's head. And I love like, true crime, so I would not get away with it because they'll be like, oh, that's true crime. Like, I, I'd be like, yeah, you would never find anything because i i know all the forensics and 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 all. i have my criminal justice degree but they'll see all these books and they'll be like i knew it so yeah i used to watch true crime and my husband be like if i see you taking notes he's like no i remember everything i don't need notes so, <laughs> i didn't make him feel any better but oh yeah that's that's very very comforting uh... <laughs> all i'm thinking about is this damn necklace <laughs> i'm like that's not that hard i can totally do that just have to find a really good gem hmm. <laughs> Something good. Something uh I can't find the crocolite, you'll all die from the toxicity. But... <laughs> I was oh, like yeah. killing off your best customers. That, yeah, know. I've heard it's not recommended. So no, not 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 no, really. only I mean, the right companies can get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, unfortunately. But I like my oh, favorite. Well. Yeah, no, it it's it sounds like like a hell of a story and it sounds a lot of like a it would be a happens. lot of a lot of fun to read. Yeah, that's that I just I gathered from uh from like just the, the description you gave me on like the Google form. I was like yeah. I read that and I was like, <laughs> is a lot. It's 
awesome. It sounds absolutely amazing, but it is. Here, I'm going to post. Um, oh, I don't know why I sent you only one of them. So I sent you a link. You can post these if you want. These are issue one and two. Um, if you want to post it or you want to be greedy and use it on your own, I don't I don't care. But there's issue one and two. Anubis oh, yeah. shows up in two. Um, and you should be able to download from there. Um, yeah, that is issue number one. Well, we have uh, with the uh, with the tribe on Telegram, like we do have a a dedicated library book uh, nice. or library group, I should say, where we just like post books. And, and I think this is definitely going in there. And I'm gonna send yeah. it to a uh, a good friend of mine as well, Raven Raven Wolfgar. He's gonna get a a kick out of it because he is like he is into uh into the whole thing um <laughs> our, the role-playing games has his own podcast he does um about that so oh really I, um <laughs> you're like well, I'm, I'm i'm not sure if he Still does it. actually like actually has a name for it it's he he, he live streams on uh, on YouTube a lot and calls it his his podcast. Uh, oh, that's actually not a bad idea. Uh, Razorfist, not sure if you're familiar with who that is. Like he is quite a um, name, though. <laughs> yeah, and he <laughs> it's yeah, but he is quite uh, quite popular and quite uh, vocal. Also, he is uh, like this, this no-nonsense kind of like metal guy who really loves comics, but like the the good comics and the good role-playing games nice. and all. So yeah, you should definitely pitch it to him, and I will um, I will forward your contact details to oh. uh, to Raven because I am sure he would love to uh, to talk with you Great. about it as well. Uh, I. We'll of course be uh, be releasing this as a early extra episode because of your um, your Kickstarter. I appreciate that. Um, that is on the twentieth. It will go live, right? Great. So that's yeah. next next Tuesday. The link is in the description, and I pinned it into uh, in the comments as well. And I will make sure to do that on. Awesome. Yeah, anyone, anyone um, wants to get uh, to, to know when it launches, we're actually in pre-launch now. That was the page. So if anyone wants to search Worthy Chaos or go to your starred comment um, and you can actually go sign up for the pre-launch and then it tells you, I don't know if anyone knows Kickstarter, it tells you exactly when it goes off. Um, and so you'll get the notice. I think it's going to be around between 1130 and 12. Um, Cause my friend makes me do it on her show. So it'll be some, so I'll be live <laughs> doing it. She does it every time oh, she's, that's, that's I cool. always get, I always get embarrassed because I, I'm always scared. Someone's not going to, um, to, to pledge on it while I'm live and I'll just be sitting there. Um, but so far it's been really good. So, and my mom will always pledge. My, my husband cracks me up. He's like, do you need, should I pledge? And I was like, no, it's, we have the same money. So no. Um, <laughs> but I'm like, be, be just in case no one pledges, I'll have you go pledge. And there's the damn sword. I knew it. I was staring at me the whole damn time. But um, yeah, see, he's got his little, he holds it. So that's his little thing. Oh yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Your, your um, husband's just, you know, trying to be the supportive husband. Yes. Actually, he's <laughs> He cracks me up because he said, um, go all out for two years. And I said, we can't afford to go all out for two years. I will go all out for one year and hope it catches on. Um, now, our last Kickstarter really did really well. It actually did cover my artist. It didn't cover all my amazing merch, but that's just, I can take that. 
Um, but it, it covered my artist and the printing and that's all I asked for. Like, I don't really, I mean, obviously profit's good, but I'm probably just going to give it to my artist anyway. Um, but I just want enough to keep making them, you know? So I'm hoping that I get enough of a following, uh, to do that. Also, I joked, but now it's in stone. I have to do it. Um, if I ever get 500 backers, I'm required to get my first tattoo of my logo. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so oh, well, people, I, I, I'd say the, the challenge has been laid out. Uh, yes, yes. 500 backers on the Kickstarter. The link is in the description. I will make yeah. sure to put it in a pinned comment as well. I'm going to heck yeah. out of it. <laughs> then they, get to pick, see. they get to pick what... Um, they get to vote on what they want the saying to be. Because uh, one of them was story is life. Because we always joke that story is life. Um, another one, which I'm pretty sure everyone's going to pick just so it's on me, is the one that she, he always says to her, you're a pain in my ass. So that's going to be one of them. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that one's going to win. So I'm prepared to get I'm a pain in the ass on my on my, on my um, calf. So we'll see. Um, but I, I don't. I've been really good with pain, but for some reason I'm terrified of a tattoo. So I'm obviously going to record it and see if I'm terrified. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, but uh, it's probably going to take a couple of years to get 500 backers, but um, that's that's the rule now. So tattoos are not that bad. I have them, yeah. So and still What's way, most, too much, the most way too much skin. Place that you got it. Ooh. Um... <laughs> Like my chest piece hurt pretty bad because yeah. it's so like so close to the collarbone and it's pretty much all like all skin and like the ones on my uh, my lower arms, but that's just because of the uh, the time spent on it. Like my crow was I want to say like six hours, and the the wolf on my other arm, which is basically all shading oh, yeah. and very little line work that was a good eight hours like i was quite literally uh in the shop from the moment it opened till they and you, closed you did that all in one, you didn't do that all in one sitting uh, i did the full eight hours in one wow. sitting. yeah you're crazy that's crazy i know <laughs> i'll take you're it like, as a compliment i know i was there <laughs> I was. Uh, but... I want to get on my ankle or my calf so I can see it. I used to want Hecate, but the one I wanted was so detailed. I'm like, I will never survive that. Um, so we're going to settle for my angelic weapon and then whatever saying they're going to make me get on it. So I'm not, I'm not, they can't vote on like they could pick their own. They'll have to vote from like five because I don't want some really crazy thing on me. But I'm pretty sure Pain in the Ass will win because I know my husband's going to vote for that one. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure on that one. So we'll see how that works out. Well, the, the challenge has been has been laid out. 500, 500 backers on, on Kickstarter on Worthy chaos i mean i guess you know it is worthy chaos so right the, yeah. the name the name says it all um yes, absolutely it's very chaotic you. story so no one can yell at me it says it right in the damn title so <laughs> you tell me that a ton happens in the first issue i know i wrote it it's tons happening. <laughs> from hellhound to ghosts to zombie mermen to Anubis, to the cultist. So yes, that is all one issue. That's <laughs> yeah. quite. Uh... It's, it is chaotic. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds. And it never so... slows down. They get they get three pages to talk and their first kiss in issue five, and then they get attacked by something. So um, that yeah, 
They don't. I torture my characters on <laughs> zero to a hundred in yeah. no time. Yeah, six seconds flat. <laughs> You'll never be bored. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> no, no, that's that's for sure. That is that is a guarantee. Um, you definitely have to tell me if your wife likes it because I'm I'm curious since she loves it. I want to know if she likes it. I'm sure she will. Um, uh, I'm sure she will. I will. Uh, I oh, I don't know what I've I don't, what I've done. Like it's it's Anubis. It's supernatural. She she has yeah. no excuse. <laughs> no, no. But you know she's she's gonna give me every excuse to you know. <laughs> But like she's terrible. Like she'll she'll keep telling me like, oh, I want it so bad. I want it so bad. And oh, like I really want it. And then I'm like, so let me buy it for you. No, 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 no. no I can't, can't ask out of you. And then I just, <laughs> I know. But no, the the thing is, she's actually genuine about that. Like she's like, no, honey, you know, save your money. Like you need it too. And I'm like, I don't care. Money's yeah. money. I can I can I can make it back. I don't care. Yeah, that's and why I, I want just... to buy my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you know, I just I I buy it for her and she's like, Oh, you, you didn't have to do that. I told you not to do that. And I'm like, Well, you know, too late. <laughs> Here sorry, it is. sorry, not sorry. Yeah. <laughs> wise man, you are a very wise man. Yeah, well, I I try to be. Uh <laughs> oh, but yeah, thank you very much <laughs> for uh, for coming on. Thank you very much for Thanks for having making, me here. For, um, for making my life difficult than it already was. Sorry. Now Sorry. she's gonna be gonna be really upset that she wasn't here. So uh, a part two, definitely. Um <laughs> well, oh if God. she's on Facebook, she can add me. I I will I talk to anybody. I add almost anybody. I add anyone that doesn't have that spam thing of losing weight on their thing. I don't know why I get the same thing. You ever you, are you on Facebook? No. Yeah, no, you're not, not, not anymore. Uh, that's that was one of the better decisions I made. Yeah, I, I I stay in my little community. I don't I don't go outside that. But I am on Twitter a lot. So because um, I have like five thousand followers on there or something. But I mean, I'm pretty sure only the twenty people see my <laughs> the same twenty people that tweet retweet it for me. So, um, but yeah, I would. Uh, she she could be in the October one. We'll have like a. One for October, and then she could see the 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 new Anubis stuff that's going to be out because it's going to be my big release of book one. So I'm going to mm -hmm. have to have like yeah, have to celebrate. Yeah, and I will uh, I will tell her to uh, to add you on Facebook, to add you on Twitter for all the yep. worthy chaos goodies. <laughs> yes. uh, I I just posted a new cover today with Anubis, so she would absolutely. Probably love that one. He's he looks oh, awesome. She's... He's a new artist, so we'll see. So awesome. I'm excited. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah. No, you're uh, you're very welcome. This has been uh, this has been fun, and I uh, downloaded the first uh, first two issues that you uh, that you sent me. I will make sure to uh, to share it in the tribe. Share it with um, share it with my fiance with Raven and uh, Zerolath. I'll send you a uh, I don't know how yet, but I'll send you a copy as well. <laughs> okay. um, or you know just the, at, at Carissa, like she is, uh, she wants yeah. to, uh, to Send have you for, uh, for merch ideas and all, anyways. Yeah, so. uh, either Carissa Grant or Worthy Chaos Group. We have like 500 members, we're small, but uh, I only started like three weeks ago. Uh, and just uh, message me and I'll send anyone issue one and two. And, and uh, I love hearing what people think about it. Fortunately, I get very good feedback. 
So I'm very excited about it. Uh, so don't ruin my streak. Anyone out there that's going to read it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be sure. working on the necklace. So got that going for me. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh so, yeah. This has been, this has been great. This is, uh, this has been, this has been a new one. You're the, <laughs> not, you're not the first writer, but you're definitely the first comic book writer. Right. Uh, but you know, still, still in the, like the, the pagan witchy space and also it it definitely definitely fits i am gonna have a lot of fun reading the absolutely chaotic uh <laughs> comics uh they they sound they sound like a lot of fun my my wife will definitely get the references Good. to supernatural like she is she's a fangirl <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll tell them I've met them all and I, I've been on a cruise with Castiel Misha I, I've I've sat on Loki's lap while he was talking to other people for whatever reason. I don't even know why. I, I mean, I've hung out with all of them. So if she wants to be completely jealous or hear the cool stories, I will be glad to tell her. But um, yeah, whatever city she's in, they have they have a a con probably. So she has she ever been to a supernatural con? No, not not yeah. yet. But she is for sure going to drag yeah. me to one. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, man. It, they're they're actually really good. Uh, I'd love to get a table there, but they're like five hundred dollars to get a table. So Ooh. yeah, no. I mean, if the you know if the the Kickstarter and all the backing and uh, yeah. <laughs> you know if it if it does well, who knows? Never say never. Yeah, that's uh, true. You're right. Well, thanks again for having me on. I appreciate it. I do. And and yeah. so quickly you got me on. You're like, hey, be on Tuesday. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Works for yeah, me. Yeah, no, you know, since your your Kickstarter is uh, is next Tuesday, I was like, you know what? Let's let's make sure it's uh, like we have it we have it done before then, uh, so you know I can release it all as uh, like extra extra promo, perhaps. Yeah, and I appreciate that. Thank you. You are very welcome. So this has been another great episode of the Greyhorn Pagans podcast, one of the more chaotic ones so <laughs> far. But hey, that's that's perfectly in line with uh, worthy chaos. With <laughs> exactly, it has definitely been worthy chaos. So uh, thank you, Carissa, for coming on. It's been a blast. Thank you. Thanks, to... thanks everyone for talking in the the comments. Yeah, I can I can always count on a uh, a few good friends to uh, to be there and um yeah thank you to everyone who was in the comments thank you to everyone who is watching this who has watched this uh thank you to all who is listening to this has listened to this make sure to uh back carissa her kickstarter uh five 500 backing she's gonna get that tattoo so let's <laughs> Let's get for that. Let's go for that. Yes. Not five hundreds. Don't so. Don't forget to uh, to follow Carissa. Don't forget to share, subscribe, subscribe <laughs> comment, like the whole the whole YouTube shilling stuff. I am supposed to do as a, a good <laughs> content creator. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Get on that. I'm glad I found this show. This show's awesome. So I uh, I am very glad you you contacted us. It's been yeah. uh, it's been great and uh, yeah. We'll talk soon. Great. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. See you. On to next Bye. time.